Hope you guys are having a great holiday and Christmas and Happy New Year's coming up. Um, I watched the series uh, called Alice in Borderland. It's a Japanese TV show that I guess the season one came out last year and then the season two uh, I happened to notice it. It's on Netflix and I ended up watching that one but I didn't remember that I watched the first season a while back so I ended up watching from season two um, and season two is actually much better than season one so the whole concept of Alice in Borderland is about uh, these Japanese kids uh, waking up in some other world where they have to fight each other to death. There are all kinds of games that are like children type games, card games that they have to win as a group or individually in order to survive and if they don't win the game they're zapped instantly and killed in all kinds of horrible gruesome ways. It's a very violent TV show and lots of gruesome deaths. Uh, but it is an interesting show, much like some of the other um, similar type of TV shows that were based on the game concept. Um, I think there was another TV show um, that had a similar concept where people had to fight in games to survive or they would be killed. So this kind of reminds me much of why they do these kinds of shows is because of I kind of see that in the Great Tribulation where since there's going to have you know no love for humanity and basically just see human as animals to hunt then anything goes and the violence will just increase to the point where you know not only we're getting desensitized right now with video games and TV shows and movies and stuff but I also think this is going to play into what happens during the Great Tribulation where once the resources are gone, the government's gone, you know, things are broken down that people are just going to be basically hunting each other for survival. So anyway, the only reason I am doing the podcast now is because, again, with all movies and TV shows and stuff, they always put a message in there that, you know, when you see it, when you start recognizing these things and knowing that every TV show and every movie and even every song will have some sort of satanic messages in there for humanity of what the elites want to do, what they're working on, and, you know, what their utopia world is going to look like. So this one had it all, and it made predictions for the next thousand years of every technology that's going to come into play and what the satanic world utopia is going to look like after a thousand years. So I thought it was really, really interesting how I broke it down. So I actually wrote it out, even though the clip is short, uh, it's only a few minutes long, and it's going to go so fast that you're going to miss a lot of it. I guess I have no choice. <laughs> If you want to know so bad, then I'll tell you everything. 
whole truth about where we are. However, when I start, there's no going back. Remember that you had to know the answer. You asked for this, Arisu. Tell me, have you ever thought, pictured what the future would be like? Future? Yes. Nanotechnology and renewable energy, pluripotent cells, virtual reality, cryogenics, terraforming. The science and technology from your era bursts with mountains of hope and potential. Perhaps you should be celebrating because all those things became a reality. What's more, technology rapidly advanced and progressed. Within 30 years, the economies of developing countries grew and the inequality of living standards was eventually eliminated. 50 years later, gene manipulation extended the human lifespan. Wait a second. What are you saying? What are you saying? I am simply providing information. I'm telling you about one thousand years of human history. A thousand years. In the future. After humanity acquired more advanced knowledge, it persisted in making new discoveries in every field. And so, in short, approximately ten years after what you believe is the current year, virtual reality and avatars begin to take over all aspects of people's lives. After 50 years, cures for dementia, cancer, and many other maladies become possible through genetics. After 100, natural disasters are eliminated thanks to environmental and weather control technologies. After 200 years, the mechanism of the brain is analyzed. Memories and thoughts can be transplanted. After 300, humanity finally conquers natural death and extends their lifespan to 300 years. After 400, Due to a perfect understanding of physics, humanity unlocks all laws of causality. Coincidence and fate are no more. After 500, there are no irregular occurrences. Humankind is perfectly able to control its whole world, basically becoming immortal. In the 500 years that follow, as long as they are supplied with dopamine, humans can live forever. That's the world in 1,000 years. is how it started out saying that you know our current technology it listed out like pluripotent stem cells nanotechnology cryogenics VR terraforming renewable energy which is all the stuff uh, they are working right now and I had to look up what pluripotent stem cells were um, uh, came across this definition on one of its uh, biotech companies it actually said that they are the earliest form of cells found at the early stage of life within the first few days after conception. So we're not even talking about stem cells, adult stem cells, or aborted fetus stem cells, but actually within days of conception. So I don't even know how they would know that, 
that someone conceived. I, the only can think of is that they're doing laboratory experiments of getting women pregnant and watching them conceive within a day or so after, you know, sex. Because in real life, that can't happen. You know, no woman actually knows within days that she conceived and got pregnant. So this has to be a laboratory setting. On top of that, they're not only monitoring the conception, it has to be within the first few days. So that means they're basically conceiving and then aborting at the same time to get these cells. I don't know why they would put out a statement and a paragraph like this publicly on their website, but that's the only way to be able to do this continues to say that these cells form more than 200 types of specialized cells from their initial pluripotent stem cells. So once they get them, you know, they're not specialized yet because the woman just conceived, so all the cells have to divide and keep dividing until, you know, all the body parts are forming in a baby. But I thought it was also interesting on what they were saying here in one of their paragraphs, it says, unmatched capacity to heal and restore youth of aging adult tissues, unlike uh, mesosemial stem cells, adult stem cells. This stem cells type can express the, the cell nuclear DNA of all 220 plus specialized cell types in the human body. Thus, they are able to express a unique family of transcription factors, mRNAs, uh, miRNAs, peptides, and proteins that have potent regenerative biological activity. We know that they're doing a lot of regenerative genetic engineering to try to, you know, reverse aging, basically come up with immortality and cure everything through this regenerative process. So they're not even saying that the adult uh, stem cells have the same ability to heal and restore, but they got to get these early stages of stem cells that come basically after conception. Laboratory, they're paying a lot of women to conceive and then abort within days of conceiving so they can get these stem cells. And obviously, you wouldn't be able to farm and harvest out this type of stem cells to do this for a billion people or 10 billion people. They're only doing this for themselves. They're only doing it for the few chosen elected people and elites of the rich, you know, and the kings of the earth to be able to finally, whenever they perfect this technology, to use it on themselves to live forever. The rest of the short video it really gives out like every hundred years of what the prediction is so i thought this was so fascinating whether it happens or not but it's so close to actually thinking that it might because it's basically laying out satan's plan for his kingdom if it allowed to fulfill everything through technology so it starts out saying 10 years vr and avatars begin to take over all aspects of human lives. Can you see any resemblance with what Metaverse is trying to do and the fact with all the lockdowns that they wanted to bring everybody online and no more human contact 
and do everything virtually from working to playing to shopping, everything you can think of. That's already starting to happen. And the COVID situation accelerated that. And luckily, the metaverse stocks and, you know, nobody really was ready for that yet. It did tank. Perhaps they aren't going to be investing so much right now, but or have the money to do it. I wouldn't say they still want to invest it because that has to be part of the future that they're building to connect the AI and have everybody online and chipped and so that way every everybody's tracked and traced. It's going to happen. It's just when that's going to happen and how it's going to happen. I think there's going to be new technology still coming into play where people are just going to be wanting it. They're not going to reject it because right now it's a pain in the ass to get online and do everything without any human contact. So I think there's going to still be some, Satan's going to release some something new where people are going to be enticed to want that world uh, over the real world, even if there's nothing bad going on in the real world because there's going to be, it's like the cell phone thing. Nobody can give that away. You know, once it came out, these faster computerized small cell phones that can do so much. There's not a person on the planet, I don't think, that doesn't have a cell phone on their hand. There's going to be something more that I think is going to develop. And then it says, 30 years, developing countries grew and inequality of living standards eliminated. Well, gee, I wonder if that's what they're trying to do with the Great Reset. They want to eliminate everybody's... Uh, you know, having right to own personal property and earn income and just standardize all living conditions for everybody so there's no inequality left, which means you don't own anything. You're just part of the uh, human farm that you're going to be part of. That is already under works, I'm sure, but not the way this video theorized it. They're thinking, well, their economies grew and therefore inequality got eliminated, but I think you know, the way they've been doing it, they're wanting to force that hand and just do the Great Reset so no one can own and be different than anyone else. 50 years is a gene manipulation, extended human lifespans, cures for dementia, cancer, and other diseases through genetics. Well, we live in a decade, in the last couple decades, especially this decade, of genetic engineering for sure so we're already at the 50-year mark where they're trying to do genetic manipulation so this is only 50 years from today where they're going to be able to figure it out and I believe that I think it's only a few more decades where um, they're going to be able to figure out exactly what to do with genetics without people you know falling over suddenly as they're doing right now and then the hundred years natural disasters eliminated through weather control technology well that's going on right now too i think a lot of this extreme weather stuff it's not natural it's all done through some sort of testing out their weather control technology there's no way you can have such weird patterns that you know all of a sudden have like cold fronts that goes all over the country like it is right now or have like super storms and snow where it's not supposed to snow and heat where it's not supposed to heat all of these things are I definitely think they've been manipulating the weather now for the last few decades especially and they're learning their AI especially is learning a lot of information not only how to 
change the weather, what it does, and then so they can fine tune it. You know, it's like like a vibrational stuff where you can control how strong the vibration is and how big the impact is. So I definitely think they're controlling the weather right now and within uh, apparently in this storyline, a hundred years from now, they're going to be able to figure all of that out and eliminate natural disasters. Uh, so I'm guessing by eliminating natural disaster means that they're going to try to have like a thermostat uh, way of controlling all of the earth, wherever you live, that there will be no more anomalies. So this is again playing God because God, much of the Bible you know, he uses natural disasters as judgments upon people. They're not going to be able to fix that because the two witnesses, or let's just say, they, even if they try to fix it, towards in the book of Revelation with the two witnesses, one of their things that they're doing is that they're granted superpowers to be able to uh, inflict as many plagues on the people they want and control the weather so they can prevent from raining so they won't have any crops and so on. The two witnesses themselves are able to generate the weather and control it uh, as much as what Satan is trying to do through technology. So that's going to be a big fail in the end. And we know that genetic modification is going to be a big fail at the end because that's why God flooded the earth the first time when, when all life DNA was uh, corrupted by the fallen angels mating with human women and creating Nephilims. So that's, the days of Noah are returning with that same concept of genetic engineering. We know it's going to fail. So 200 years from now, mechanism of brain analyzed memories and thoughts can be transplanted. Well, that's pretty scary. So they're basically able to download your brain either into a computer or into another human. And if they are able to do it even into another human body, oh, they're going to be farming out humans, erasing their minds so they can implant whoever they want to implant and never die, basically, because you can always be reborn into another body and never age. But I think in this context, they probably mean uploading yourself into a computer. 300 years, humanity conquers natural death and extends lifespan 300 years. Well, apparently only 300 years from now, they're going to be able to extend lifespans. And they're doing it through genetic engineering. That is highly possible that they're going to be able to do that. And in fact, it's talked about that in the Bible where they long to die, but they couldn't die. So that, I always took it as that genetically engineered themselves to live longer as all the lifespans actually from Adam and Eve uh, where they were immortal began getting lesser and lesser and lesser where God ultimately uh, capped it at 120 years. But even then, no one really lives up to 120 years, even today. So it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Days of Noah, they were living up to a thousand years or more. And now people barely survive 80 years old. 300 years are going to be able to control that, at least extend it to 300 years and possibly longer if you know they're allowed to continue. So that's going to be a miserable 
time for those people who bought into that of trying to become immortal and live longer than they naturally would have because, you know, in the current fallen state, you're still subject to all the sin and decay and death and evil in this world. So why would you want to be able to live that long and you can't die? So that total, you know, jives with what the Bible says that they long to die, but they couldn't die. 400 years, they said that understanding all the laws of physics perfectly unlocks all the causes of causality. So there's uh, no more coincidence of fate. Uh, and that means no luck or chance. And that happens to be in the Bible verse as well, where it says chance and luck happens to them all. In 400 years, they're going to try to even get rid of chance and luck happening to everyone. So that means a poor person can have, you know, a chance to get out of this his or her situation as much as a rich person, chance and luck could change you know, their lives. Without that aspect of it, that means everyone has to be perfectly controlled all the time where there's no options for chance and luck, but it's all predicted exactly from the moment you're born to the moment you're, you're dead. That's hell already. I mean, forget living 300 years longer. Not having, you know, like your own ability, random chance and random luck, and not leaving it up to you know, the will of God, that would be complete hell. I think that ultimately is going after, you know, having God being in the driver's seat versus a man being in the driver's seat. 500 years, no irregular occurrences. Human can perfectly control their world to become immortal. So they done it, you know, after they got rid of any chance or any divine intervention where they know everything and can control everything within 500 years they control their entire environment that they are basically now immortal and they says she said after the next 500 years they can continue to live forever as long as they're doped up with dopamine satanic you know person who funded all this they know that even after they achieved all of that stuff, there's no happiness. There's nothing. Even living forever means nothing because they took out all the stuff that makes a person's life and wanting and desire to live and create and do all these things. So they have to be doped up with dopamine in, in order to even want to be able to live in that state. So what's the point? I mean, after you conquered everything and there's nothing new to offer, you can't even, you know, have any random chance to, like, change your point of view or thinking or your life in a different direction that isn't controlled 100%. An AI could tell a human being, you're going to be doing exactly this. When you're 10 years old and day one, you're going to be driving your car and eating an ice cream at this precise moment. What if you knew all of that from beginning to end and you never left anything to chance or even changing your mind? You know, the fact that on that day, something else could have intervened and you may not be driving or eating an ice cream that day. If they eliminated all of that, what's the point of living? I mean, it's you might as well just watch your own movie and say, okay, 
been there, done that, done. It's you don't need to live forever at that point. Those last few hundred years, the way this uh, storyline described it, it's really telling and thought provoking as to what our experiences really are. It's not just working and doing all these things that we do normally, but there's a lot more to our lives. There's a lot more connection to our, to God already, even though we don't necessarily recognize it 24-7, that all these things are put into place for our existence so we're not going to go mad and crazy uh, for having everything done for us and thought for us and predicted that there is actually a way that we can create and have that free will so essentially they eliminated free will to live forever i think that's what it's really trying to say so anyway i hope you enjoyed this podcast it was very telling and that's why you know when i watch some of these movies and tv shows i get to the point you know where they always tell you what's going to happen and why even though this whole show had nothing to do with this clip that you just watched you could have watched the entire two series and they could have cut out the segment and they could have never even included it and it would have meant nothing for the storyline and the storyline the way it even ended you know it, it was kind of a letdown it's not what you expected oh so really you're just watching it for the thrill of watching them kill each other and all these games but the storyline itself and the ending has nothing to do with anything. Uh, not really. And this explanation, it was just a random thing that just got thrown in there. And it's only thrown in there because Satan likes to leave messages for us in all of these media outlets. As I you know, go through, when I watch different movies, uh, I always notice these things. And you can too. You can notice them too as, as you start to recognize there's always a message in there that's working against the God of the Bible. It's not working against Buddha. It's not working against, you know, Muhammad or anybody else. No other God. It's only working against the Word of God and the God of the Bible. So that's why I make a note to point these out because it's really Satan is always doing something and is letting us know and it's it's like communicating. It's not only communicating with us, but it's also communicating with God. You know, that that's what he's working on. And he's kind of telling us, at least with this clip. Thanks for listening.